WRSR, Owasso Flint. The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc. Welcome to Discover Flint Township, a program showcasing our local community. Flint Township is ready for your next move. And now, your host, Flint Township Economic Enhancement Director, Tracy Tucker. I'm Tracy Tucker, and this is Discover Flint Township, brought to you by Flint Township Economic Development Authorities, CAP, Financial Plus Credit Union, Shea Automotive Group, and 103.9 The Box. This morning, we are speaking with Bridget Hollingsworth-Stafford from HAP Empowered. Don't forget the Empowered. Right. And we also have a special guest today, Joe DeMambro from the Crim Festival of Races. So today, we're going to talk a little bit with Bridget. Yep. And then the rest of the show, we are dedicating to the Festival of Races because this is a huge event for oh, our sure community is, Tracy. Absolutely. and the county in general, mm-hmm. the state, really. For so, sure. So we're going to start off with what news we have from HAP. Yes. You know, you've heard me say this many, many times, and I'm going to say it again. We strongly encourage everyone within the sound of my voice <laughs> to receive a COVID-19 vaccination. We do have a lot of information on our our website if you have questions about the vaccine if you still have concerns we're happy to help with that and as i have posted many times on my facebook page i will personally come pick you up i swear <laughs> if you need a ride and if you want me to hold your hand i will because i understand for some people it is just the simple oh i don't like needles thing right oh yeah my daughter don't show her the needle. Just give her the Just shot. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show her the needle because she's freaking out if she sees the needle. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, you've heard, you know, some states are still doing mask mandates for kids, for school, yeah. a lot of things. And with the new variants, I know there's a lot of concern. So I strongly mm-hmm. encourage and um, I understand people are hesitant and some people are, are frankly skeptical. Mm-hmm. But I still encourage you as the right thing to do for health of our community, please get vaccinated. There are plenty of opportunities to do that. Most of our primary care physicians either have that available now or can easily get you know you to the place you need to to get that but it's so so important for the the community um health the health of our entire community. Sure so. sure and if you're concerned about getting it or you're concerned about what other people are doing take care of yourself first you get your shot and then you don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing, right? Exactly. And you, yeah, so for sure. It's still so, so important. And, and we really would like to see uh, Genesee County and Michigan have among the highest rates in the country. It's so important. So again, please, please get your COVID-19 vaccination. Right. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We have Joe is waiting in the wings. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to have him step in. Okay. And we're going to talk about all things crime, right? Awesome. All right. So, yes, we have as our guest today, Joe DeMambro, who is the race director for the HAP Crim Festival of Races. So thanks for joining us today, thank, Joe. Thank you so much for having me, Bridget. Super excited to talk to you um, and talk about all things HAP and all things Crim. Yeah, so many great things happening with the Crim right now. You know, HAP has been the presenting sponsor of the Crim for many years now. It kind of predates me uh, being at HAP. Um, and it's just such an important part of what we do to encourage our community to be more active, to be healthier, to really take pride in the Flint community. And I know that all of those aspects are reasons for the CRIM and part of why 
um, the the event happens at all. So so talk about um, what's coming up this year, what's different, and and why should people engage if they haven't before. Yeah, it's a great question. And I think so many people, you know, if you look at it on the surface, it's a road race. But when you've you've come and you've done the crim, uh, you know it becomes so much more than that. It becomes really a celebration um, for the whole community to get behind and celebrate everyone being out and active, regardless of if you're the first person crossing the finish line or, or the last person or and every individual in between. It really is a celebration all day long where everyone's united, cheering each other on, and having a great time celebrating all the positive things about this community. So, yeah, we're really excited. It was it was uh, a, a process to figure out what oh, we were going to be able to do sure this was. year. Um, but we're so excited to be able to have a, a pretty large event this year. So Right, so in person. Yeah, that's right. right. So it is going to be a hybrid event. So And I think you'll see this with other races going in the future where you know we're always going to be able to offer virtual uh, versions of the race because we've, we've just had so many awesome stories from people you know, doing the race from overseas or maybe they can't make it that weekend. They can still be a part of the crim race by participating in the HAP virtual crim. But we're just so excited to be able to have an in-person HAP crim festival of races this year. And it'll be the 44th. It'll be crim 44 this year. 44. How exciting. So I know you've done a lot of work with health officials and, and within the crim to, to make sure that, that every precaution's been taken. So how... How did that process work? I mean, what did you guys have to go through? So, yeah, it was uh, definitely learning on the fly. And one of the things, and you'll talk to any other uh, race director or so many other people just that were working on, you know, problem solving during and, you know, immediately following a pandemic that you just had to get creative and, and you know, come up with new plans and new things. And really the, the key, I would say, is be adaptable. So, you know, we were very adaptable as a team. We, we talked to other races. We were in direct communication with our local health department, kind of, you know, uniting people people and you know having sounding boards and you know the race industry has done a great job at at doing the research and making sure that you know we have a safe return to in-person events because we know that's what people really want to do and and more than anything you know in a year where you saw people really take more stock of their health a great way to make sure you're taking control of your own health and well-being is to be physically active and what greater way to incentivize you to get out the door and run and walk than to sign up for a race train for the race do the race and celebrate and then move on to the next race so we definitely it was a collaborative effort and we you know we're in constant communication making updates um, and that's why you know in a regular year we'd have registration open you know immediately following Thanksgiving we waited we wanted to make sure we knew what we were going to do mm-hmm. so registration opened a little bit later but now we know what we're doing in person a couple changes here and there to make sure racers are going to have a really safe but enjoyable experience and we're just so happy to be able to see thousands of racers be able to do this year's crime so the race itself and all the events are going to be centered um or most of the events on on august 28th so coming up pretty soon here yeah very soon so we have our our teddy bear trot we'll kick things officially off (laughs) the teddy bear trots for the littlest racers they're going to go about a quarter mile they'll get that awesome teddy bear can I get in there? There is technically no age group. I could probably do that one. There is technically no age group, so you okay. can. Trace, seriously, I got to interject here. I can do the teddy bear trot. <laughs> right, Trace. Tra- well, it fits. Tracy, teddy bear trot, you know, Tracy you Tucker. Go. I mean, come on. It's made for her. So yeah, our, our teddy bear trot that's uh, presented by Financial uh, Plus Credit Union, that's going to take place the Saturday before the 28th, so August 21st. Oh, nice. And that'll take place at Chevy Commons, which just last week was announced as the newest state park in Michigan. Isn't so, that awesome? Super, now, our training group 
runs through there quite a bit, and I have to say it, it's beautiful already. So I can't wait to see what the state is going to do in turning that into a park. Absolutely. Yeah, they've done an amazing job at transform that into being kind of like my go-to place for my runs as well. It's an awesome, awesome Well, park. and it doesn't hurt that Tenacity Brewing is right there, too, at that the end. But that's how, how my group gets me out. That's very true. <laughs> we'll meet for a beer after. I'm like, all right, then. <laughs> exactly. No, and it's a great place. They have the boat launch for kayaks and things there, too. So it's just an awesome place. We're super excited to utilize that for our teddy bear trot. But then, yeah, Saturday, August 28th, um, we kick things off actually Friday night. Um, you know, we still partner and we're a great supporter and we love uh, the Special Olympics. So yes. Friday night, we'll still be hosting the Lois Craig Invitational. Awesome. That takes place just right on what's going to be our start line uh, race day Saturday. So we're super excited to have that tradition continue. And then Saturday, August 28th, uh, we have our 10 mile. Um, presented by McLaren, our five mile that's presented by Alcera, and our 5K presented by Huntington Bank, and then our Michigan mile, which normally is on Friday night, that's going to move to Saturday. That'll be the last event on uh, race day Saturday, and that's presented by U of M Flint. Awesome. So tell us about Friday night. When should people be downtown if they want to cheer on the racers? Because I got to tell you, that is one of my favorite parts of the entire Hap Crim Festival of Races, watching these um, athletes who've trained for this and to see the, the looks on their face when they run down the street. I know our, our Hap team will be there with our pom-poms and, and cheering on the racers, but tell us what, if you're planning to be there Friday night, what should you plan for? Yeah, so the, the Lois Craig Invitational starts at 6 p.m. I'd recommend getting down there a little bit earlier because yeah. we really do make it a festive environment we usually have a marching band come you see all the special olympians and you know their their teams their families it's been a great tradition for our crimfit training program groups to sponsor athletes too so you'll yep. see a lot of our training program out there cheering on their athlete um, but yeah it, it's it's no coincidence that, that really kicks things off it's you know the race started in 1977 as a fundraiser for special olympics we've always maintained that great partnership and you know our, our roots are within uh special olympics so we love love having that event take place friday and really does serve as an inspiring inspiring, uh, you know, race to watch as people kind of get their packets, they see the race, they get pumped and, you know, get ready to have their own race and celebration the following day on Saturday. That's awesome. So um, this year we're not going to do an expo. That's correct, right? So what, um, how can racers um, who, who are signed up, what do they need to plan for? Yeah, it's a great question. So yeah, for a number of reasons, we decided it'd just be best to have, uh, instead of an expo, some outdoor packet pickup opportunities. So those packet pickups will be during race week. Uh, we're targeting Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, noon to 7 p.m. Um, some of the details are st still being finalized. I believe we'll actually be at HAP on yeah. Thursday. Okay. Um, and then on Friday, we'll actually be on the flat festival lot slash flat lot right downtown under a big tent. And in each of those packet pickups, we're so excited to be able to have HAP there along with a mobile vaccination unit yes. to be able to provide information and even By give the people way, vaccinations right, on the Right. We're going to have the, the Henry Ford Health System uh, Global Health Initiative mobile COVID-19 vaccination unit at all of the packet pickups. So as I mentioned earlier, super, super important. Um, you don't have to wait till then, but we'll be there and, and we'll have our team there to help uh, vaccinate if um, you haven't already been vaccinated. So thanks for bringing that up, Joe. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, when you go to Packet Pickup, you'll get, it's it's been a really nice process um, with our da dynamic bib assignment. So you don't need to look up your name or number or anything. You just show up, give them your name, they scan you your bib, hand you your shirt, and you're off and ready to roll. Shabam, you're ready to go. <laughs> 
So how can uh, folks, are, are people still able to register for the race? And, and what sort of timeline do people need to adhere to if they haven't already registered? Yeah, so people can absolutely still sign up. There's plenty of spots still available. This year we are having a registration cap. Um, we have plenty of spots still under that cap, but we wanted to have a cap just to make sure we are able to keep a safe and responsible race for everybody. But yeah, it's still thousands of racers are going to be able to sign up. Uh, you can sign up at crimraces.org. And there you have sign up for whichever event you'd like to do, 10 mile, 5 mile, 5K, 1 mile, or even the Bobby Challenge. We're bringing that back this year. Oh, is that all of them? Teddy Bear Trot. Oh, Teddy Bear. (laughs) (laughs) The Teddy Bear Trot. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But yeah, we are bringing back the Bobby Challenge for people to do all of those. I think it totals like 19.1 miles. Probably not going to do that one myself this year. I'm going to do the 5 mile, though, so I'm... I'm in training. Uh, I'm I'm working with my awesome RK3 group, and we are rocking it out and getting those miles in. That's right. Yeah. So you'll still see the training program groups uh, getting ready to roll. I, there's still time for people to get ready for their crim race, obviously too. Um, so yeah, I, I would recommend uh, you know signing up. Once you sign up, click the sign up and see that your registration is confirmed. That's a call to action to make sure you're getting prepped for a race day. <laughs> there is a little switch that flips in your mind, like oh no, now I really have to do it. So, um, and and. As as I shared with uh, a lot of folks, you know, I did the 10 mile for the first time in 2019 mm-hmm. and uh, I found it to be one of the best experiences of my life. I mean, a- in preparation for it, I felt like the training program really was it laid it all out for me. All I had to do was commit and do it. And I ended up making so many friends that I still keep in contact with. They're kind of bugging me to join their group. But I said, you guys, you're doing 10. I don't think I can do 10 this year. But um, it's just been such a great way to not only learn more about Flint, you know, I was born here, but I didn't grow up here. So to be able to run through some of these neighborhoods and areas and really get a new appreciation for Flint, I think that's an awesome part of the Crim history and, and the Crim tradition. For sure. And there's so many people that you think of running or walking as these solo individual sports, and that just really couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, you, you get to meet and make really long-standing friendships through running and walking. And, and if you've been out there on race day, you know, I think obviously I'm biased, but I think our, our race courses really bring out, you know, so many spectators, course entertainment, things like that. So Champagne Corner, exactly. that was one of my, and the guy um, over in uh, off the Miller Road neighborhoods who does bacon, mm-hmm. I was like, yum. <laughs> <laughs> so I just love seeing the, um, and honestly, that's why I finally said, you know, I've been at the five mile water station that HAP uh, has done for years and will be doing again this year with our balloon arch, but I had never experienced what I had heard people talk about, and that is the engagement with the public, with all of the excitement, the marching bands, and the and the people, and like I say, the champagne and the um, the frats over by by Kettering that That's are like, right. here, have a beer. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I if you so we obviously we still have a very competitive race. We have some of the fastest right. ten mile times in the nation, but you can make that ten miles as much of a party as you'd like to. You know, between our less official stations, I'll call them. Right. Yes, that are they're not official. More, uh, right. Right. <laughs> more of the untraditional support. But really, it, it's all about just having fun and celebrating being out and being active. Exactly. And, I, and when I started my race, I was really clear with a, a, one of my training um, leaders, Nancy Dodds. Hey, Nancy, call out to you. She agreed to run with me the whole time. And I said, Nancy, I'm not here.
here for a fast time. Mm. I'm here for a good time. I want to experience what I've been hearing about for years and years. And I have to say, first of all, she stuck with me the whole time. We had some fun and I probably wouldn't have finished without her. So thank you, Nancy. And uh, really, honestly, get out there and do it because it's so much fun and you do feel so amazing. And and I'm so excited to see the hardware that's coming this year. Yeah, I know. It's not uh, very conducive for radio. radio right. I you guys, sure, you should see it. I had to make sure I showed Bridget our 10-mile medal. Um, we have pictures posted on our website as well as on our social media. But yeah, if, if you, I'll tell you, if you, it's one thing to see that medal. If you hold that medal, you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to miss this year's 10-mile. I want to make sure I do it's it. It's pretty awesome. So super thrilling. Um, If somebody is looking to start training now, you know, they can't really join the training program, but are there some resources that they should be looking for to kind of help them get ready? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, uh, and I, I, it'll be coming from someone who's worked in this industry before, but really use uh, your run specialty stores as a resource. You know, there's a good reason why they, they're the specialty stores that people seek out, not just for good running and walking shoes, but also for expertise, for, for connections with other runners and walkers. So make sure you're, you visit Bauman's or Complete Runner. They usually have groups that go out and train and meet and things like that. Um, they'll be able to link you up with fellow runners and walkers that are kind of getting ready for their crim races. But those really are great resources to get you up and rolling, get you fitted in the right gear. Um, you don't want to be buying your your race day shoes and only wearing them once on race morning. So <laughs> make sure you're getting the proper footwear that'll and that'll incite you to you know and, and get you ready to get out the door and start logging just some miles. Um, it's not like a, a test or a final where you need to cram all your training <laughs> in the week leading up to it. Just little bitty steps and consistency of doing some small things in out the door um, regularly between now and race day, and you'll be in great shape. So do you have some folks who have been a part of every single crim? Yeah, we 44 do. 44 years. Yeah, we have an awesome crew. So we have, uh, this is one of the more unique things. It's really a great crim tradition that shows how much people, you know, tie their, you know, identity and and, and just like connect with other people um, from their crim experiences. We have a group of uh, 30-year racers that's growing to nearly 200 individuals. Wow. And there's well over a dozen individuals in that 30-year club that have ran literally all 43 now soon to be 44 crimps. Wow, it's it's amazing and such um, engagement from the community over the long term. I, I know you mentioned earlier that um, last year was the first virtual HAP crim and, and we're going to have a virtual aspect or a virtual version this year. What kind of engagement did you find and, and tell us about kind of the people that, that like that virtual concept? Yeah, it's it's a growing industry, I'll say that. You know, I think that there's some people that really caught the bug and they love the idea of being able to kind of customize their race day experience but still get the things they love from a race, the shirt and the bling, the medal. Uh, but yeah, we had we had some really cool stories of people that either made their lives simpler by going on a, a flatter course than the crim <laughs> course because our, our course our 10 mile certainly isn't it's, easy no it's um, a challenge for it's sure it's a good one so there are people that you know were able to use some of the non-motorized trails that we have around our area or you know pick some uh, kind of like home field advantage courses i've heard stories from people that made their crim 10 mile uh uh trail race so they made it harder on themselves (laughs) but uh yeah with the 10 days of crim august 20th through 29th you really were able to customize and 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 make your crim experience one that you know doesn't unite you to everyone else that's doing their crim race but unique to what you want to do and we loved we saw photos of people setting up their own start and finish lines we may have seen some unofficial blue lines uh you know taped or, or painted around around the area so it really was just cool to see people 
um, take that initiative and and still get out there and get active to, to keep a tradition alive. And you know, obviously, we we are so excited to have everyone return to our our signature courses and and follow that blue line around Flint. But it's always great to see people, um, you know, making it their own and and you know, fi- making sure there is no excuse for them to get out and get active. Right. Where were the farthest people? You had mentioned some people did races like in other countries and yeah. Stuff? So yeah. we had some pretty cool stories. A couple of people from Finland and France. Mm-hmm. There was one really cool story of, of a person that grew up in Flint and has since moved to Hong Kong that actually got a lot of his coworkers that had never heard of Flint, let alone the Krim, but they all did their first ever Hap Virtual Krim last year, too, and all the way in Hong Kong. That's awesome. I think we should go check them out, go visit with them, and <laughs> I agree. Sure that, that they're going to do I'm pretty that sure they're year. signed up again this year, too. So, <laughs> again, awesome. case in point, yeah, we want to make sure we're offering you know both the in-person traditional race as well as the virtual race for those that are either far away or aren't quite comfortable yet in, in participating. In a, in a large scale event. That's awesome. So what else is going on at the CRIM? And we'll come back and, and wrap up with some details on the race. So we'll, we'll don't don't fret folks. But <laughs> but tell us about what else is cooking at the CRIM these days. Yeah, and my what I do in my in my department at you know at the CRIM Fitness Foundation is just a small sliver of, of all the things that the CRIM Fitness Foundation does. You know, we're we have uh, a lot of different uh, programs and things like that that offer this holistic approach to being healthy and active, um, not just on Crim Race Day, but all year round. You know, between our education department um, with community ed, our mindfulness department, which I'm you know a proponent of and have been meditating for a while now, and I, I can't I can't uh, understate the benefits of taking care of your mind as well as your body. Um, our active communities department that's really working on advocacy and, and planning so that people have the means by which to be able to get out and get active safely. So whether it's, you know, adding bigger sidewalks or, you know, considering if, if, a, if a street has to get torn up, maybe instead of making it a three or four lane highway, you know, making it a boulevard or making it so there are those bike lanes for promoting people being a little more active and out there. And our youth programs and sports and nutrition, um, really trying to get to, you know, greater Flint area youth and their families to to teach that this isn't just a switch that gets turned on and off. I had a coach in college that always would say that. It's not a switch that gets turned on and off. It should always be on. And it's not just about running and walking and getting out the door. It's other exercises. It's it's, it's eating right. It's uh, making sure you live in a safe environment where you're that's conducive to being out and active. It's taking care of your mind. And it's making sure you get a good education. So I think the CRIM really exemplifies this holistic approach to making people have better, healthier lives through all of the programs that we're able to offer. And that fits so well with, with our goal, which is improving the, the lives that we touch and, and helping to make sure that uh, there are resources and opportunities for the people that are in the communities we serve to be active and to find ways to connect with one another and to um, to make sure that they're, they have what they need to have a healthy life. And, and I think that the resources that you're offering um, are helping to provide a great foundation for the community in that way. For sure. And it's not, I mean, that's the reason why we, we partner so well with HAP, I believe, is that it's this idea of interdependence, knowing that it's okay to depend on one another and to really provide as many resources and tools that we can to make this community thrive. And that's that's what it boils down to is, you know, what all the work that HAP does, all the work that the CRIM does, and so many other people do in the greater Flint area is this pride and this sense of community. It's it's one of the things that I love about saying I'm from Flint is this community really does you know stick up for each other, help each other out, and it really is something to be a part of it. So I'm here. I'm Bridget Stafford from HAP, and I'm talking with Joe DeMombro, the race director for the HAP Crim Festival of Races coming up. Big race day is August 28th, Saturday, so coming up soon. 
So again, tell us what's happening in the week prior to the race, how people can still get involved, and what we should be looking for. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, you absolutely have time to still sign up and be a part of this year's HapCrim Festival of Races. Registration is online and active at crimraces.org. We have a lot of information on that website as well. But as far as race week, uh, we'll have packet pickups for everyone that signs up for the in-person race Wednesday through Friday, noon to 7. And those locations will be on that crimraces.org website. Race day Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm jumped the gun. On Friday, Friday evening, August 27th, is the Lois Craig Invitational. That's for our Special Olympians. That race takes place at 6 p.m. And it takes place right on the bricks of Saginaw, just south of the bridge, where our start line will be the following day. So that's an nice. awesome tradition and kickoff to race weekend. And it weekend. is. I mean, even if you do nothing else during Crim Weekend, make it down there. For, I can tell you, you will not regret it for sure. Absolutely. And then Saturday, race day Saturday, a uh, quick run through the schedule of events. 6.45 a.m., our wheelers and hand cyclists go off. From uh, 6.55 will be our 30 and 40-plus year racers. We'll get that head start. give them a head start. <laughs> They've earned it, I'd say. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, our 10-mile will take off next from 7 to 9.30. Our 5-mile will be from 10 to 10.30. Our 5K from 10.45 to 11.15. And last but not least, our Michigan Mile will kick off at 11.30. And after all of those races, all the racers can expect to cross that finish line, get their awesome Crim Finisher for Medal sure. this year. sure. I can't wait for that part. <laughs> They'll proceed to the finish line food and beverage tent where they can grab uh, chocolate milk, popsicles, granola bars, bananas, things like that. Nice. And then continue on to our festival lot. We're yes, so excited I, I to Yes, I can't wait to hear this part. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so we're bringing a festival back downtown. Obviously, it's for racers but it's also for the community. If you Even if you don't do the race, we want you to come down and celebrate with all of us. We'll have a uh, we'll have DJs pumping up the jams and the music for oh, people yeah. to dance to. We'll have uh, some tents out there for some shade. I believe HAP will be out there. Oh, we sure with, will. With information Trust me and, on and that. Activities. Um, and then all of the racers um, will be able to grab their complimentary beer or soft drink at our beer tent. And something new this year, we're so excited. We're going to actually be going to be having a couple of food trucks out there on that festival lot. So Sweet. if you feel like you want to grab something a little special, I'd say you've earned a treat after doing For the race. Sure. You're able to visit one of those food trucks. Uh, we really want to make it a festive environment that's open to everybody, allows racers that time to celebrate together, but as well as the community to really come together and have a great time. We are also super excited to make sure that you know people are able to visit all the amazing downtown bars and restaurants that are downtown. Um, you know, they have a great day on race day, whether you're on Saginaw, you're able to watch and spectate while you celebrate or or somewhere really near downtown. Just making sure it's a really fun day for everybody. And that's awesome to make sure that, you know, we're getting some of the businesses downtown benefiting from this as well. I'm thrilled to hear that that we're able to do some after the race celebrations. HAP will be there. I'm sure many of you will join us there as well. And we so much look forward to having everybody. So again, we have the 44th HAP Crim Festival of Races. And that's coming up on Saturday, August 28th in downtown Flint. You still have time to register. We do encourage you to go to crimraces.org to do that registration. Um, And also, please consider, if you're not going to be a racer, um, get out somewhere on the course and, 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 you know, shake your pom-poms and and cheer on the racers because it's an awesome experience. It's just such a pageant, I guess you could say. There's so much excitement and and visual things, and and it's just a super awesome day for Flint. I agree. Yeah, be a part of the Flint community and the Crim community. There are people that have traditions of volunteering every year. We love those people as well. And if any questions or if you want to sign up to volunteer and be a part of the tradition, all you need to do is send an email to volunteer at crim.org. But yeah, one way or another, we'd love to see you out there. 
Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us again. I am Bridget Hollingsworth Stafford from HAP. And with me today, I'd like to thank Joe DeMombro, the race director of the HAP Crim Festival of Races. We'll see you on the bricks. How fun. What a great interview. Joe is so cool. I can't wait. You know, I, I was listening to that and I was thinking, oh, dear Lord. I probably should be walking on my treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) Or out in the community. Yeah, I know. Uh, But that is such a big event for our area. It's so important. I'm so glad they they came in. And you guys are uh, one of the major sponsors for it. HAP is. Oh, yes. The presenting sponsor. It's it's a huge part of our strategy to help provide uh, opportunities for our community to be active. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Another uh, big event that's coming up, it's actually coming up this week on August. August 3rd is our national night out at our police station, the Flint Township Police Station at 5200 Norco. If you haven't been before, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of businesses there doing giveaways. There's a lot of things for the kids to do. They have a dunk tank. They have all kinds of stuff. A lot of fun. Happy is always there you, too. Of course. Yeah. I know Steve Schneider, who is our facilities director, and Jim Blount, um, who is uh, the leader of our facility here in Flint. Mm-hmm. They love that event. They they won't let us, um, the marketing and the, <laughs> the outreach team come. They're like, yeah. we have this one handled. So yeah, we got they it. They love engaging with you guys in the in the township and, and making that event super fun. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And so I'm going to wrap up here and uh, I want to remind our listeners, if you have questions or comments, discoverflinttownship at gmail.com or visit us on our Facebook at Flint Township Events. We'll have more information about the National Night Out there as well. We also have our YouTube channel and our Anchor channel for our podcast, which are both called Discover Flint Township. Our website is discoverflinttownship.com. <laughs> and if you're looking that's if you're looking for like sites in the in the community or you need demographics or sales reports, that kind of stuff, and you can all find that at that website. And then our community website is flinttownship.org. And I want to thank our guests today, Bridget and Joe. And then I want to thank our partners, HAP, Shea Automotive Group, Financial Plus Credit Union, um, Guaranteed Rate, and 103.9 The Fox. And I invite our listeners to come back next week and listen to us right here at 7.30 a.m. on 103.9 The Fox. I'm Tracy Tucker. And I'm the Flint Township Economic Enhancement Director, and I would like to remind everyone to stay safe, stay healthy, shop local, buy local, Discover Flint Township. Thanks. This has been Discover Flint Township with Tracy Tucker. For more information, visit discoverflinttownship.com. Flint Township is ready for your next move. The preceding program was pre-recorded and was paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc.